start by, you know, saying who you two are. So, you know, if anybody's listening, this is like Greg with the Young Black and Bob podcast or whatever. Um, basically, this is the crypto episode or just us talking crypto. And I have two of, you know, my newest friends that I've actually made thanks to Discord and Clubhouse because people do meet new people in their 30s. So, you know, I want to say, you know, shout out to Christina and uh, Terrain for actually joining up. Um, they've never podcasted before. So how are you guys doing? I'm good. That's good. Now, obviously, I asked that same question in post. So they're like, why the hell is he asking that again? But you, you have to. <laughs> well, <laughs> Uh, basically we wanted, I wanted to get you two together. Um, I could have had like more people on as well, but I, I actually enjoy you two the most from discord. I enjoy having let me, you know, just ask them if they, you know, want to come on to the show and just honestly talk the same things we talk in that discord group, because mm-hmm. I don't think any of us ever really get the opportunity to speak our own thoughts in the clubhouse room that we usually go into. So for people who really aren't familiar or don't look at like Twitter or like Clubhouse, there's a room called The Rundown that it happens more or less now than it used to. It used to happen like every day, every couple of days now, just like whenever there's actual like crypto news, that's when they do the rooms. But we all pretty much met there. Then we moved over to Discord and then we all just became kind of like friends or like associates through that app. Um, I never really used Discord before. And when I jumped on, I was like, all right, cool. This is like one big ass like AOL chat room. So it became like a thing. So I connected with Rain first and then with Chris as well. And the rest was history. So I wanted to bring them on the platform, let them introduce themselves. If you guys have like any promotion of your business or anything that you want to, you know, you have the floor. So we can start with Christina. What about you? Um, well, I'm not, I don't have any businesses or anything like that. I work full time, um, pretty much Monday through Friday, although I have a flexible schedule, um, as a human resources manager at one of the local casinos here. Um, I enjoy gambling. Um, and so that's why I'm more of a riskier um investor like i'll invest in risky projects but nothing really too crazy um i do like um also to do some swing trades like um swing trades day trading i usually do those on monday and thursday are usually good days for me um monday is usually the day that i'll set up my swings and they can either go from Depending on what I'm looking at, it can either be from four hours to the longest I'll stay in a swing trade is um, 48 hours. If after 48 hours it hasn't done anything, um, I usually will dip out of it. And that's just because on street uh, swing trades, I use um, straight technicals. I don't know anything about the companies. I don't do any research on the communities. I literally look at the charts, find entry and exit points and enter um and exit so with swing trade is always most important to have your stop orders um but that's all that's like way down the line but yeah so i'm just pretty much i'm a wife i'm a mother um i work in corporate america i like to um i like investing i, I actually started out in stocks 
um, which was really slow for me. It just wasn't really doing too much. Um, and I had a guy who um, was like, is like a regular at the casino who basically was like, you need to start um, getting into crypto and Bitcoin. And who, he was telling me that's where he made his first million dollars. Um, was in Bitcoin and um, and with uh, some altcoins. And, you know, within a year, he made a million dollars. And he's also a business owner. Um, and so that kind of piqued my interest because I had been doing stocks for, oh, I want to say like two years. Um, and I've never seen or heard of anybody who had any type of return like that just because the stock world is just a lot different. It's a lot um, slower, it's more concise. Um, whereas we know with crypto, it's constantly moving 24 hours. So you don't have closed times and, oh, I got to get my bid in or whatever before the time you don't have any of that. And so crypto kind of works with my lifestyle, especially like if I'm up and I don't have anything to do, I look at charts and say, okay, I'm going to drop some money on this and drop some money on that and see what I can do with it. And I've actually been pretty successful. I've been doing um, crypto trading. I actually sold all of my stocks other than um, I think three. Um, And that's what I, you know, and I like it. It's, it's fun. Um, But that pretty much sums up in a nutshell what me and what I do. Nope. What about you, Rain? Sorry, I had to put my wine glass down. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I am Rain, last name Curtis. Um, I'm from the Philadelphia area. Live in Maryland now. Um, I'm a senior um, systems analyst for a company in Philadelphia. Um, been doing that for about twenty years. I'm about to age myself real quick. So, um, I don't necessarily own a business because um, what I run is a nonprofit and, you know, of course it's not owned, but um, I run a nonprofit called the uh, Rainy Day College Foundation. And pretty much what that is, is, um, you know, we help college students, especially from low income areas. And, you know, the best way I can describe what it is that we do is that, um, you know, people save for rainy days um, as adults, you know, in case of those emergencies that come up. Because a lot of people financially are one emergency away from, you know, losing it all, um, to be frank. But when that happens for a college student, (laughs) it causes them to drop out, you know, and that rainy day could be, you know, a bill, food, um, money for books or, you know, things like that or whatever. And a lot of um, students that come from low income areas, single parent households, they don't really have anyone to call. So, you know, we stepped up to the plate to try to be the people that we needed when we were in school. And, um, you know, so we, that is our, that is my life mission. So uh, we've been doing that for about, um, this is the fourth year now, and it's, um, you know, gained a lot, a lot of steam. You know, we, um, we have a lot of support. Um, You know, we have so many initiatives on deck you know, um, a 5K, we're, you know, developing in the process of developing some programs um, called uh, Prep University, um, university spelled with a Y-O-U. 
Um, so I'm excited about that, you know, so <laughs> crypto, what I'm hoping is that it will help me, you know, give up IT and then just do, you know, run my nonprofit full time since that's really not work to me. Um, and of course, I love wine. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's who I am yeah. in a nutshell. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's dope. Like, I really appreciate you both coming on to the show because, I mean, it means a lot to actually have someone who looks like me, thinks like me, and more importantly, like uh, just us, like our community, just be into something as early as crypto. Um, in those rooms, they always say like, oh, you know, we're early to crypto, we're early investors. And I always say in the back of my head, I'm like, if I was really early, I would have Bitcoin. And one of mm-hmm. the, the the biggest mistakes I did was in 2010, like, um, I didn't check my messages because I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like email spam. And my friend was like, Greg, you should get into Bitcoin, blah, 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 blah. And I talked him out of it as well. So, you know, he was gun-ho about it. And I kind of like, you know, shoot him away. And then he was like, well, fuck it. I guess I'm not going to do it either. And we regret it to this day, not getting into Bitcoin. So that was 2010. So the next time I started to get into crypto was during the pandemic. The pandemic happened. We all had, you know, pretty much been in the house and I was like, let me get into stocks. And the stocks, you know, like Chris said, like they didn't move fast enough for me. And mm-hmm. I just don't like knowing that I can't move my money whenever I want to move my money. And crypto, if like I see that the market's falling since it's 24 hours, I can say, you know what? Like you know what? let me take profits and put it somewhere else. And that mattered to me. That's why I've kind of like did what she did, which is take some money out from stocks, either invested in crypto or just probably spend it. But for me, I just am way more comfortable with crypto but with that being said uh i guess we have to start with like the actual docket because somebody who's going to listen to the show is going to ask like what is what we just mentioned you know what's really funny Hmm? is that um i graduated i'm gonna age myself too right now i graduated from high school in 99 right Mm -hmm. and i remember after i graduated in 99 from high school my dad had a business associate who came out of the house. I think this was in 2000 because it was the year after I graduated. So in 2000, and he was talking to my dad literally about investing in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And my dad was all gung-ho, like, yep, let's do it. Let's do it. And my mom was like, are you crazy? You want to invest in some money that's online she was like it might as well be outer space yep right (laughs) and at the time the guy literally only wanted my dad to invest like i think it was like maybe five hundred dollars but my mom was so convinced that it was a scam and that this guy was crazy like she just couldn't wrap her mind and i remember her saying literally like laughing your dad wants to invest in some she wants your dad wants to invest in some coins that are in the computer that he can't touch like i remember that and i think about now you know 2021 like i started in crypto in 2020 um but it's 2022 and i've actually made some some good profits especially this year my um portfolio was up uh like 52 percent when i did all of my calculations um, so I, I, I actually um, increased my portfolio by 52%. But could you imagine mm-hmm. where my family 
that be would be right now if in 2000 my dad had ignored my mom i always think about that how and 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 i think god is like so phenomenal like that because i'm gonna make a i'm gonna make over a million dollars with crypto i know that for a fact because there's no way that god's gonna keep bringing this back into my life if it's not something that he wants me to prosper from but i think Mm -hmm. it's funny just listening to your story about your missed opportunity with crypto and then getting back in there because I have a similar um, kind of story. And I just want to say, I'm so glad that we are all connected and that the rundown is like absolutely wonderful community of people that just talk crypto all day. Right. And so um, I know for a fact that myself, I'm about to make millions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and it's about to be it. That's how I'm going to do it. Yep. Yeah, you have to speak it into existence, but you, you know, the three of us, we know, like, it's it's coming, and when it's there, it's like, oh, well, we, we already knew because we were ahead of the game. Now, it may take two, three, four years, but I can wait that long. I've been waiting this long anyway, so I'm like, you know, I'm exactly. with knowing that it's there. Um, uh, but for anybody who I guess is like wondering exactly what is crypto, um, before I give like the the two definitions I were told, you know, that I was told, I want you guys to kind of define what crypto is in your personal opinion. Like, if you didn't have to go with a textbook or like Google, like what is crypto? Um, for me, it's I've always understood it to just flat out be digital cash. You know, um, just in a nutshell, it's. It's money, but it's digital money, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much how I look at it, too. Like, each coin is considered a currency in its own mm-hmm. ecosystem. And so the more coins that you acquire, essentially, the more um, money, like, real dollars it should translate into. Um, for me personally... As if we were looking at just coins, I would be a quadruple, like a trillionaire, <laughs> right? Right? Like I'd be if 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 we were u- literally using these coins, kind of like how they're trying to use Doge now for Tesla and Sheep mm-hmm. for um, AMC theaters. Like mm-hmm. if we were in the world of full currency crypto, like I would be shitting on people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, And so we're just really waiting for that transition to happen. And I think one of the first things that, um, that I, when I really grasped was that stocks are a little bit different from crypto because you buy in a certain amount of coins and those are, that's the amount of coins that you get, whether or not the, 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 the dollar amount goes up or down, these are the coins that you get at the purchase price. And, um, for me, that was the, once I understood that concept, it became more of a accumulate, like a, a priority for me to accumulate coins at the lowest price that I could, because I understood that the coins themselves the more that you have, whatever the value is, you always want to have more, right? Um, and so I think for me, that was the first, like, uh, crypto is a, a learning curve. Like, you have to un world. And so sometimes it takes a while for your brain 
to actually click what the different concepts are. But for me, once I got that concept down, I was good to go. Because yeah. at, at that point, you know that you're just looking to accumulate. Yeah. And it's definitely the same for me. Like, everything you said, I can, like, pair it as well. Because, man, mm-hmm. with, like, especially with stocks, it's like, oh, great. Like, I spent, like, 100 bucks on, like, one. And it's like, dang. But you know what? I could just go somewhere else and get, like, 5000 But But, you know, <laughs> right. crypto for that same mm-hmm. amount. Um, so the two definitions, there's two that I went and Googled, went on Reddit and looked for them. So one guy said that, what is crypto? Uh, the cryptocurrencies are digital equivalents of currencies and mimic natural limitations via very sophisticated programming. The differences between the various cryptocurrencies comes down to small changes in how they operate to try to make some more attractive than others. But at their core, they all share the ability to act like legitimate currencies. Um, he went into mining as well. I think we can kind of like if we do another episode, we'll get to talk about mining stuff now, kind of like keep it to the basics. Right. So mm-hmm. another guy says cryptocurrencies are like Rain said. Virtual accounting systems. Um, they keep records of all transactions. The transactions are then bundled into blocks, which are cryptographically signed, hence cryptocurrency. And a client doing the signing gets some sort of number of units of virtual currency and potentially transaction fees as a reward for doing the work of calculating the cryptographic signature. That sounds like a lot of words, which honestly it is. So mm-hmm. I look for more <laughs> like centralized, like term for so different cryptocurrencies use different algorithms for signing the transaction blocks they also have differences in reward amounts the frequency of new blocks being generated whether or not there are a limited amount of rewards to be generated um again it's probably a lot for somebody to you know get so that's why i should have said at the beginning this is obviously not financial advice these are you know Three friends shooting the shit, talking about crypto. But obviously, we have a voicemail. I'm going to play that, and then we'll go into more of the show. Uh, once I can actually hit the button. Look, I'm telling y'all right now. I, when I invest into anything, I consider it spending money. Mm-hmm. I don't expect to get anything back. But I will say that if Shiba Inu even hits 50 cents a share or per coin, basically. Then I'm going to be a millionaire. Oh, you might want to add like nine zeros behind that million because 50 cents for Shiba, that, Jesus. Um, right. What? I, I, don't, I don't think there's enough zeros for that. Um, sure, if they again, get to a penny. <laughs> a yeah. penny, exactly. <laughs> And uh, like, actually, you know, I think like the next thing on the doc was supposed to be like, uh, was it cybersecurity? I'll touch on that in a second. Uh, since you brought up Shiba Inu, like, uh, let's start at the basics here. So everybody knows and anybody who deals with crypto heard of crypto, they've heard of Bitcoin, right? That's also, mm-hmm. a, you know, a coin. And, you know, the, the terminology is Bitcoin's pretty much a di- uh, digital currency that exists completely on the Internet. It's super simplified. Uh, Basically, it's a way to send money electronically similar to email. Now, with Shiba Inu and other cryptocurrencies, the difference is just like Chris said, like Shiba, it's an early coin. Like if it ever hits 50 cent, like 
Corey can go and that's shout out to Corey. Like you can retire with that money. That's the difference. Retire, in, I live on the moon. <laughs> yeah, like, you could probably buy the moon with that amount of money. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Like, okay. and, <laughs> yeah. So when it comes to like actual like physical paper money or fiat, like a lot of people kind of like feel like that there can't be something else. And the issue is we know that that's not true especially with the pandemic when you would go to a store and they were like, Hey, we've run out of pennies or, you know, give us exact change and stuff. It's like, because exactly. that money, it, it's, it's kind of like a thought that's in our head that we've been conditioned to know and conditioned to say, you know what, like we, we have to, you know, work with that. But now that everything is digital, we have, you know, our phones that can literally tap what we pay for. We don't need a credit card. We don't need like physical paper money and crypto's gotten so I don't want to say so popular, but it's gotten popular to the point where now places are starting to adapt to accepting that as a form of currency. Now, someone would say, well, you still have to use your U.S. currency or your fiat in order to buy this crypto. And that is true. But it's like a lot of things in life. You have to start somewhere to get somewhere. And crypto, like we said at the beginning of the show, only 4% of people are actually in this. So the best way to get in is to get in early. Again, yeah. not financial advice. You know, I have to say that. Shout out to the rundown, but it is what it is. Now, right. Know, because do, the way that okay. I see it working is that right now it's used on the dollar. But once mm-hmm. more and more people get in, you'll be able mm-hmm. to swap certain coins and certain currencies to get different, you know, um, uh, like different uh, amounts or different quantities of money. And so um, it won't in the future, it won't necessarily be backed by the dollar. As a matter of fact, what we're trying, what, what, what this will do is get rid of the dollar so that mm-hmm. what you're doing is circulating these coins. Yeah. 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 I agree. Um, I think Rundell it's a beautiful also, thing. Yeah. Like, do you remember when Rundell said something and it resonated to me. That's why I was like, you know what? I have to just stick with this. He was like, imagine all the money you just leave in your savings account, hoping that, you know, it's a security blanket for you when you can make your money work for you. And I was like, you know what? That, that shit actually does kind of make sense. Like, you know, I'm putting my money into my bank and the bank is charging me to hold the money and shit. So I'm like, great. Like, it's not helping me at all. I can put that into crypto. Yeah, there might be down days, but I know for a fact with foresight, like, hey, I'm not going to obviously spend what I can afford. To lose. I can't afford to lose. But at the same time, if I wake up one day and I'm up three, four hundred bucks because of one coin that costs less than a penny, I'm happy about that. Right. So right. For, me, for me, that matters a lot. Um, now, I guess we have to like briefly touch on like cybersecurity. Like, Chris, you went in about cybersecurity. Like I think you and uh, Rich Stylistic on the Discord group, she has gone to like lengths of talking about it as well. But you are more first about the cybersecurity. Like do you mind telling us a little bit of what you know about it? Well, it's really important that you um basically protect your assets. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you're in this crypto space, this digital world. And so people have all these different schemes and ways of, 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 of taking your money. And so um, one of the ways that I say, stay safe is that I don't click on people's links. Like if somebody gives me a, a link to go to, I literally will type it into the website. I don't click on people's links because mm-hmm. 
you never know what something is. Um, you know, also making sure that one of the things that I did, one of the ways that I know that I got got once, you know, I've been in crypto for a while. So it's a lot of things that I've learned. But one of the biggest losses that I took was actually keeping my wallet connected to um, one of the exchanges while I was making a purchase and I didn't disconnect. And the next morning I woke up and I had five thousand dollars on. Mm-hmm. Right. So nobody has five thousand. People always say, don't invest what you're willing to lose. I ain't willing to lose nothing. I, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I get it, but I don't really get that concept because if I put money mm-hmm. in, I'm expecting to get money out, period. That's right. right. That's, yep. that's any 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 um, business minded person understands that if you invest, you intend to um, reap a, a reward from that. And what you don't want is these predators that have all this tech savvy, you know, maneuvers and ways of taking your money. And so the, the, I'm very cautious about even who I talk to in inboxes. Like I tell people all the time, don't, don't come in my inbox Mm -hmm. because I don't like the headache of it. I like to stay on, uh, out in the public, out on boards with people, um, Mm -hmm. so that there's no chance of, you know, me giving out because a lot of times you can give out people piece together your information. So they want to know your email address and what city you live in because they trying to locate, you know, they trying to locate you. They trying to find a way mm-hmm. to, to get into your personal space. And, and yeah. you have to even online, like you have to protect yourself at all times. You know what I'm saying? Like, my first name is Christina. My last name, not Elias. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I, I, I have to protect myself online the same way that I would protect myself in public. Um, yep. And so it's important that, one, that was my biggest loss. And so I think that's probably going to be my biggest contribution is to make sure that you remember to disconnect your wallet when you connect to like Uniswap or PancakeSwap or any of the images where you have to connect your personal wallet that has the phrases, you want to make sure that you disconnect those at all times because there are people who are literally scouring those platforms looking for people that have slipped up that they can take mm-hmm. from. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, uh, again, I got to parrot that. Uh, also, I'll mention uh, VPNs. Uh, like me, like I've used like ExpressVPN, NordVPN, like there are plenty of them out there. Um, If they're free, they're not for me. I would just say pay for the VPN you're going to use because you'll get the actual security. If it's free, it's probably going to get hacked anyway. So just pay, you know, you get what you pay for, so to speak. Um, Two-factor authorization, that matters too. So you should just do that with anything, even your Instagram and your Twitter and shit yeah. like that. Just lock everything up. I've seen more friends in the past like year be like, hey, I had to start a new Instagram profile because my page was public. And, mm-hmm. you know, I added this person as a friend. And next thing you know, they got my shit. I was like, yo, I have 283 people trying to be friends on Instagram. I don't know who these people are, but I ain't never met them. And I don't plan on meeting them. At 34, yeah. like the friends I make are the friends that I meet, meaning like I went to where they were and we had a connection. The way that the two of you have with me is like, OK, we met. Mm-hmm. through like crypto and we talk enough where it's like yeah we're cool and we're friends but i'm like i'm not going to give you my social security you know what i mean so 
Mm-hmm. When you, you just have to be like extra cautious, especially when you know like you're holding a lot of money. Now, when I say a lot of money with crypto, to me, my amount of money doesn't have to be fifty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars. My version of money that I'm holding is those tokens. Mm-hmm. A lot of right. people take that for granted. They're like, oh yeah, well, you know, I don't have a lot in this wallet. I have like fifty dollars worth of something. I was like, bro, but you could wake up in like, you know, a week. And that shit can go from fifty dollars to five k that quick, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you you have you have to be really savvy about that stuff. So cybersecurity is definitely a a thing that people really need to consider when they get into crypto. But also know keep multiple wallets. Uh, download yeah. like the apps that you feel are safe. Do your research, look at the reviews and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also find your tribe. Um, you have to find your tribe when it comes to crypto stuff. Like I think the rundown is oh. a good tribe to be yes. in because <laughs> yeah. they, like, before him, and I'm sorry, before that room, there were a lot of crypto rooms that truthfully, and I don't want to really disrespect them, but it's like they, they push Bitcoin so much, but when it's down, they disappear. You don't hear yeah. from them. They don't have discord rooms. They don't have rooms where you can say, you know what? Like, I don't have it like y'all. Like you don't have people who are day one investors talking to people who are like day 80 investors. It's like these people, they bought a Bitcoin in fucking 2011, 2012, and they're talking like they're big shit. It's like, oh yeah, well, you know, I'm worth like, you know, $3 million. Like, yes, but talk to the little person. Like, I need your help too. Mm -hmm. But they'd be like, oh yeah, go and just spend your life savings on Bitcoin. And that's why like, I kind of had like a black heart with that because people would be like, Greg, you know, don't focus on all of you know, those altcoins, those shit coins, they don't matter. Like right now, like Bitcoin is worth like $60,000. Like go and invest as much as you can into that. Looking at that shit now, I'm like, yo, if it crosses debt, like if Bitcoin crosses down to $30,000, if I would have invested $60,000, I lost. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't have that money to lose. Now, what right. I do have is the option of diversifying my portfolio, which is, you know, where I wanted to go with the next bullet point, Dogecoin. Right. <laughs> um, a lot of people absolutely shitted on that coin. Um, I got in at four cent. I don't know if you guys were in Dogecoin or not, but it made a lot of people rich. It made a lot of mm-hmm. people actually have a little bit more money. But a lot of people that was their first venture into crypto. Um, yeah. How did you guys actually feel about the whole situation that happened in twenty was it twenty twenty one with Dogecoin? Well. Uh- I would say, um, well, first to turkey back off of what it was that you were saying um, about cybersecurity, and then I'll, I'll flow in the doors to keep mm-hmm. you on track. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and not that this is recommended, but you mentioned something about, um, you know, wallets and securing your coins. Like, I literally have three cell phones, and mm-hmm. one is totally offline, and there's nothing on there but crypto. Like there's no social media, like there's no nothing, because even if I get caught slipping, right, because sometimes we get real busy and somebody sends something and, you know, your reflexes, you know, you may click on a link um, in one of these social media platforms. It's not going to do anything because I, I don't I keep all my stuff. Online, but I basically use my um, my extra phone as like a cold wallet. The Bluetooth is off. Mm-hmm. The um, you know it's on airplane mode. You know whatever. So that's another option to consider when it comes to um, security as well. Um, and to uh, float back into uh, Dogecoin, um, 
I wasn't into crypto or anything like that. So I got into Dogecoin um, last year, basically listening to, you know, like a cousin who did exactly what they used to talk about in, the, you know, in the rundown, like, you know, people start making money and then it's like, you know, yo, I'm telling y'all this, what I'm doing, y'all better get up on it or whatever. But when I saw it, it was like 25 cent. And one of the things that I knew that made sense was that, well, unless I'm going to dump in a whole lot of money, it's not going to yield me a whole lot of money, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So I, you know, I didn't understand it, but you know, because of FOMO, I was like, I'll throw a couple dollars at it just so I don't, you know, like miss out on whatever the heck this thing is, you know? So, mm-hmm. and I honestly, I still have it on another device somewhere, you know, just stashed yeah. away. Yeah. Um, what about you, Chris? Like, are you the same way when it came to like Dogecoin or even if you had a coin that wasn't Dogecoin, like what was your first like coin that you started and you had a lot of seriousness when it came to it? Um, okay, so my biggest fumble was Sheep. I made mm-hmm. um 40k on Sheep and sold it. Mm. Mm. Oh, see, look, the, the, the sheep, the sheep gods are telling her, it's like, you know, you done fucked up, right? <laughs> 40, wow, 40, Jesus, mm. but the next one. That hold on, we, we didn't hear you. you I learned my lesson from out. she was Floki. I made, oh, a, I'm not gonna tell you how much, but I made a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, she she in blockchain. Yeah, she's definitely in the blockchain. What, what did uh, the guy say on the spaces? He's like, Oh, yeah, you're, you're on the blockchain. Like, no, don't yeah. do that. You're in the blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so corny, but I love it. I'm gonna start saying that <laughs> from now on. Oh, you in the blockchain. Well, well, you know, while Chris comes back, because I think like she's she's definitely in the matrix, the blockchain. She's somewhere that, you know, she ain't supposed to be. Uh, (laughs) So I'm going to play this voicemail until Chris comes back. One second. Well, yeah, no, I I mean, because so, okay, I bought two million coins. If each coin is worth 50 cents then I would get back, like if I sold it at that point, I would get back a million dollars. So, but I only spent like 40. Mm -hmm. Oh, see now, Chris, Rain, we're probably going to blow Corey's mind when we talk, when we get to like the top five cryptos or like the cryptos we like. Which I think we can we can honestly bump that up a little bit because that's kind of like towards the end of the show, so we can bump that up. Um, let me just let you know when you get Sheeb, and if it ever goes up the way like other coins that we'll mention, if those coins get to where Sheeb is, yeah, and there's still opportunities to get those coins, but we'll get to that in a minute. But right. you know, thank you again, thank you. And for you know, mail. that's one of the reasons why I didn't buy back into Sheeb is because. Mm-hmm. If you look at the market cap for Sheep, right, mm-hmm. it's pretty much, unless it's going to outdo Bitcoin, ETH, and some of the other ones, it's pretty much gone, in my opinion, where it could go. And so, yeah. like Greg said earlier, unless I was about to throw like $100,000 at it, which I'm not never about to do in crypto, mm-hmm. um, 
it's not going to yield me the return that I'm looking for. And so there are a lot of other projects that have smaller market caps that have way more zeros to burn that my money would be more um, valuable investing in. Um, And so that's one of the reasons why after I took my, my, my gains from sheep, I never went back. It was because I didn't see the capacity for what I'm looking for. Right. But that's just me. I could be wrong. It could outdo ETH. It could outdo Bitcoin. But at this point, rather than having, you know, a large amount of money sitting in one project, I'd rather spread it out around three or four and hope that one or two of them hit. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, Um, absolutely. mm -hmm. So that's just that's just my thing with Sheev is that, you know, I made some good gains off of it and. At this point, it's not something that I see myself getting back into, although I do like, you know, what they're doing. So so we'll see. I, you know, I'm not saying that it's off the table, but I just don't see it for me right now based on the numbers. Um, and yeah. I think that's what we mean by, you know, it, she re- reaching 50 cents is almost impossible. I don't know any other way to say it. Uh, you know, yeah. it reaching a penny is almost impossible right mm-hmm. um so that's one of the reasons why we have to be kind of mindful of of what it is that we're investing in and what our expectations you know that we have real expectations of what it is that mm-hmm. these projects can, can do based on the stage in which we got in them if i had mm-hmm. left that forty thousand dollars in sheet instead of pulling it out okay then then i have more of a chance but yeah. Now, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's like I think she was kind of like a catalyst for me when it came mm-hmm. to coins. When I like I, I got in she like so early, but I got it like through Voyager, and I left everything I bought on Voyager on Voyager because it's like all right, like let me just leave that there because I have a habit of when I don't fuck with the coin anymore, I sell it, mm-hmm. and then the shit goes up like a month later. Right. I'm like, why the hell? What, what is going mm-hmm. on? So I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know what, from now on, like, I, I take profit, like, a little bit, but I leave some in. So she, I have some still left in there, because you never know what might happen in a year, or two years, or three years. And the same was true about Bitcoin and Ethereum and, like, Solana and stuff like that. But it, it kind of starts here so i guess like for the next like bullet point and i hate talking this way but it's kind of like keeping it like structurally kind of but like cash app has become like a saving grace for me because between them and the other apps that we talk about and stuff cash app and bitcoin like they work in tandem so when people owe me money or you know if i do like a football bet or something like that and they're like hey greg you know how can i send you money I like, don't send me money send me bitcoin send that shit right. to you know my cash app as bitcoin mm-hmm. and i can just transfer that to my you know wallet and i just have that now mm-hmm. the reason for me asking for that is like we said earlier i mm-hmm. i just i believe in bitcoin i believe in the idea that like bitcoin is kind of like created as a currency that it couldn't be regulated or controlled by any government and I, I know that's going to sound like really conspiracy theory like, but it's not. It's honestly the truth. Like the government wants their like hands in that pot. They oh, don't yes. have it yet. Right. And since they don't have it, I'm glad I can do whatever the fuck I want 
for now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other people, I feel like they should be trying to do the same things. And the reason why is in five years when we look up and they're like, oh, like those coins that you had five or 10 mm-hmm. years ago, we ain't worried about those. It's the new ones that we're trying to get hold of. Because at that point, it's like, you know, once you paid off that last payment on your house, it's like they can't come for you now. You're just paying on the taxes like it, it's, it's right. yours. So right. that's how I feel about crypto. And, you know, for me, since at least with Bitcoin, they're like a finite amount of them. Um, they don't really ever suffer from inflation, but they have suffered from deflation. So, like I said, with the Bitcoin going up to like $60,000, if somebody would have bought in high at $60,000 and then, you know, they're like, oh, I got me a Bitcoin. I got it at $60,000. And then like mm-hmm. three months later, they get into that that bear market. And they're like, oh, shit, like, you know, I bought too soon. And the reason why is because people assume that that's the only coin that matters. But what they don't realize is what, like Chris and Raina have said before, those smaller coins, those sheaves and stuff like that, you can go and throw, like, even what, like, Corey did. She threw in, like, 40 bucks. That 40 bucks could turn into, like, 4000 or $40,000. And you know what you do? Yep. Put that into Bitcoin. That's not money that you had to go spend out of your wallet. That's money that you gained with that interest. Now, obviously, you got capital tax and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. those links will be in the show notes as well, but you still have to pay a penalty on those taxes. But mm-hmm. you didn't have to pretty much spend a dime when it came to that. And to me, that's why right. I still kind of believe in Bitcoin. And I hold it because you never know. One day, like you can go and have like $50 worth of Bitcoin. And if that shit ever gets to like a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars, like I mean, it's still not going to be like you getting five thousand dollars. It'll be a little bit more than that fifty bucks, but at least you got more right. free money than you did. So exactly. one like tip, one tip I wanted to give people is search on Twitter the hashtag like paid in um was it like paid in Bitcoin? So hashtag mm-hmm. paid in Bitcoin because there are a lot of movie stars, actors, athletes, and you know things like that they'll go and they give people free Bitcoin just by adding their tag name, like their tag name. So for example, Odell Beckham, he took his uh, $5 million contract with the LA Rams. He took that in Bitcoin and he Mm -hmm. said for the fans, I'm going to give, you know, people a million dollars worth of Bitcoin. Now, obviously he's not giving everybody a million dollars in Bitcoin, but he's giving, you know, like $10 here, $20 here. And right. I had friends being like, Greg, why, like, why would I want $10 in Bitcoin? I was like, but like that $10 is $10 that you never know what the fuck that's going to be in 10 mm-hmm. years. We didn't think Bitcoin was going to be worth like that. There's a famous tweet where a guy was like, you know, I sold my Bitcoin at six cent. Now it's worth 30 cent. And that was in 2011. He had <laughs> 117 Bitcoin. I'm sorry, 1,117. I'm sorry, 1,117 Bitcoin. And that was in 2011, May 6th. Is when he had that. Mm. Um, if you can multiply what eleven hundred Bitcoin times whatever it was at its height, which was what sixty nine thousand dollars, mm-hmm. like, and that, that's why when it comes to like Sheeb and like let's say Thomas and the, like all those coins, we'll get into like buying them with the low market caps and stuff like that. That matters because mm-hmm. even though it might not be Bitcoin, you're not using it like it's going to be a Bitcoin. You're using it like a coin to get you a better coin. Like right. if you have right. to be, if you have to drive a beat up car while your car's getting fixed, you're like, you know what? Fuck, like I just got to drive this raggedy ass car. But you know what? My car, when it comes out the shop, that's what I want. And that's how I right. kind of treat cryptos. Hopefully you guys do the same thing. You guys have any? Right. I have a church sister 
I'm going to tell you this. I have a church sister who literally put $17 in sheets. And she left it there only because she couldn't move it because she couldn't afford She didn't want to pay the fees to move it or to sell it. Mm -hmm. Right? So mm -hmm. when she hit from $17, this heifer made $1.3 million. <laughs> Literally from $17 and only because she couldn't pay the East fees to get it off. Yep. Mm -hmm. so, wow. so that's what the power of crypto is, is that it allows everyday people, yes. you know, $17, that's a meal at Applebee's. Right. Mm -hmm. And within a year, it took a year and and she actually forgot about it so much because she couldn't take it off and it wasn't doing anything and she couldn't take mm -hmm. it off and she forgot. And then she happened to hear something or she said she saw something on Facebook about she and went back and looked in that wallet and she had a $1.3 million. She held it for a year. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's the power of crypto. And, and that's why I don't really like rooms and... Um, people who only preach Bitcoin because a lot of us can't afford like a lot of us can't afford $60,000, $40,000, $30,000, $20,000. Even if she, uh, Bitcoin dropped to $20,000. A lot right. of us don't have $20,000 in a bank where we're going to be able to go buy one Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But you can invest yeah. in the smaller projects. And that's one of the reasons why I really am bullish on um, Tierra Luna. Is because mm -hmm. it's, it's economically right in that um, place. And then their project has a lot of stuff that's coming and that they're doing where that somebody who was middle, you know, low, uh, middle class, middle to low class, they can put $500 in there and see a good return. Mm -hmm. You know, with Bitcoin, you have to buy big to gain big. That's right. A lot of the other projects you don't have to. You can literally put your 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 lunch money in there and and reap a, a hefty reward. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, but this girl, this half of made one point three million dollars <laughs> off of off of seventeen dollars. I couldn't believe it. That's when crazy. She showed me. I, I just I couldn't believe it when she showed me. Yeah. That's and, crazy. And, and there's so many stories like that. Doing, she's staking currently what she's doing right now, literally. She quit her job, she's staking her Bitcoin, and she's paying her mortgage off the interest. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's how you do it. I, I'm t like, I, I don't want to jump ahead, but we might as well. Like, when it comes to, like, the say, commas and, like, the impacts and stuff like that, like, if in a small case it, they ever even get to SHIB numbers, I'm yes. not gonna know how to act. I, I'm not gonna know. Like, great. My phone number is gonna stay the same, but it's always gonna be on <laughs> Do Not Disturb because I'm gonna have another phone by then. Like, <laughs> that's like, so funny because it already, always that reminds me of Sam who says he knows the guy who uh, developed. Um, what's that? He he knows the guy that developed Uniswap, but he don't talk to him no more. Duh. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that he went to school with. Yeah, like he's yeah. living his life. <laughs> exactly. Duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, like we can be homies. You can be in my yearbook, but nah. Like mm -mm, yes. I make too right. much now. Like 
Yeah. And you know that little gift that I put in Discord, like, you know, hide the money, y'all, there's poor people around? I'm acting like that. 24 <laughs> 7. <laughs> yo, like, like, and I, 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 I know me, like, yeah, I'm telling, oh, and oh, you know, I, I want to shout out him too. I don't even know if, like, we might as well, like, when we're done with this and I like post it up, I'll like share it in the group and stuff. Cause I think this is pretty interesting to hear like these perspectives, but like, I want to shout out Giuseppe because like one thing I do like that I, you know, get out of those rundown rooms is instead of people praising and, and doing the like, Oh my God, this is so great. And I, I, I love this room. And like, it, it's cool. But after you hear it like four or five times, it seems like people are just like, you know, like yeah. snail trailing, like, bro, like you just, why? So when Giuseppe comes in and shout out to him, like he just says shit like, yo, like I threw this money. I got this bag and I'm going to brag a little bit. That's me. Like, like mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know, I'm like, yo, like I did what the fuck I was supposed to do. I listened. I did the research. And now you got to you got to worry about me dragging my dick a little bit. Like, yo, like I need this money. <laughs> so when like, and then the thing is, he always talks about himself in the third person. And I love that shit. Like that yo, is funny. big money talk right there. Yo, is hilarious. Like, yo, Giuseppe and I'm like, yo, that right there is what the world needs. People like he's not like I won't say he doesn't brag, but he's I'm trying to find a term for it. Like he's not that person that you hate because they always talk about themselves. But when mm-hmm. he does talk, it's like yo, he's talking from an experience where it's like he got it out the mud. He's always telling us like I didn't have anything. I was you know sleeping right. here. I was doing this and I was yeah. doing that, yeah. and I made it. Like. Even yep. me, like I never, I was never homeless or anything like that. And it's no disrespect to people who were, but it's like, yo, like the way I live, I know for a fact I want more. And mm-hmm. the, at thirty four, like if I would have had the financial literacy that mm-hmm. a lot of people that we talk to in crypto had, instead mm-hmm. of you know being taught the Pythagorean theorem and trying to figure out like the world presidents and shit, like yo, <laughs> tell me. Right. How to invest in the stock market. But the issue is the people now that are in the stock market are in the crypto market. They're putting their money from the stock into crypto. And they're not telling anybody this. There are no courses about how to learn crypto. There's just a whole bunch of people minus rundown. And again, shout out to him. There are a lot of people who want to pay you for the same knowledge. I'm sorry. They want you to pay for the same knowledge that you can honestly Google. Which is yep. crazy. There were groups that the guy was telling me, he's like, oh, there's a group for like $500 a month. I was like, now, you're telling me and my poor ass to go and take the $500 I don't have, <laughs> give it to you, and then mm-hmm. invest $1,000 that I don't have. So people yep. open up credit cards, opening up line of credits and shit like that to get right. coins that are essentially coins people already have for four months. But they just telling everybody get into that coin, which is what I wanted to bring up in the next point. And I, I love this flow. Ethereum Max being a fraud um everybody talked about this in the rundown room all day um Mm -hmm. i got into ethereum max i think i got into that one and uh BitTorrent the same day everybody's like yo these are the two coins you know they're gonna take us to the moon and i was like yo i've never been to the moon but all the white people have i want to go to the fucking moon let's go to the moon so right we go and you know i get the ethereum max i get the BitTorrent, and i see the fight i guess like the mayweather fight about the ethereum max and I was like, yo, they're not doing any promotion about this anymore. Like, what happened? And next thing you know, I looked at my wallet, rug pool. Um, mm. But the the three of us, we know what rug pools are. But mm-hmm. today, Ethereum Max was one of the two that people were talking about being rug pools. But the reason Ethereum Max got brought up was because of, I forgot what the coin is that, oh, Meta Netflix. 
So right. there was a guy, um, I, I won't say his name. He went into the rundown room and he was telling everybody, hey, I got this coin, Meta Netflix, and, you know, I've already like 10x my money and blah, 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 blah. Now, here's the thing. If I put in 10 grand, $100 or something like that, and I've 10x my money for a coin that's named Meta Netflix, I'm taking my fucking money out. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm doing this is because not only was I told in those rooms, like, yo, you shouldn't trust coins like that because it's like a conflict of interest. I mean, the name has the name Netflix in it. You're going to get sued. Right. And more than likely, it's going to be a rug pull. Now, I'm not like trying to like condemn people who bought into it because, hey, you want to, you know, make you some money as well. This is where. I just pretty much like lost all fucks. There was like no fucks given for me. Mm-hmm. One of the guys posted in the room. He was like, oh, there was a guy who he is a person. It could have been a, a man or a woman. They went and they put $500,000 into Meta Netflix and they can't touch a dime of that shit right now. At mm-hmm. that point, I, I didn't, I didn't want to say this in the room, but I told Rain, I, I laughed because like, I'm like, you have to right. have too much disposable income to say, right. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going right. to throw $500,000 into a coin that I know for a fact does absolutely fucking nothing. I right. know it looks like a rug pull, but right now, since it's on the uptick and it's making people money, it can make me money as well. Well, for everybody who's listening on the podcast, Meta Netflix, not only was it a rug pull, they lied to everybody. When people started asking questions, they kicked them out of groups. They changed their Twitter page. They went and changed and closed their telegram and stuff like that and the reason for that was because people like were asking yo like i got ten thousand dollars i got a hundred dollars i got five hundred thousand dollars into this coin i'm trying to withdraw my money but the thing is you can't withdraw your money because the bank or the people who run that coin pretty much they took the profits so that shit is gone like have have you guys ever been like rug pulled like that or like i know i had tzatziki was it tzki that happened yeah, that was um, that was my first rug pull. Um, honestly, uh, I only I didn't invest much in that. Right. Because um, mm-hmm. I don't know, it, because of the price point, you know, you were able to put in a little bit and get a lot, you know. So mm-hmm. um, I only invested about 40 bucks in there. And then, mm-hmm. you know, once I started seeing the slow bleed and then eventually the pull and what I ended up doing was. Um, to even get in, like I, I bought the rumor, right? The rumor that it was going to mm-hmm. be listed on Sadamask or whatever. And, you know, and I'm stalking the uh, the community all over Twitter and, you know, and somebody was, you know, pretty much shilling it in the rundown room, you know, um, talking about it there. So mm-hmm. I thought it was a safe bet or gamble rather. And um, yeah, so that was my first um, rug pull, Um the second one, I'm kind of like in the middle of, I don't know what they call that, a honeypot or what, but I, you know, mm-hmm. um, to Chris's point about her, her church friend is sitting mm-hmm. in my trust wallet because I refuse to pay more to move it out than what it's actually worth. So it's just sitting there and that's that uh, Mananaki. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, I, I think I talked about Mononaki. Now, yeah, say for example, yeah. like when it comes to trust wallet, because I wanted to ask this question, but I forgot for both you and Christine. Like, say for example, you have your stuff in your trust wallet, whatever wallet you have, like better mask, whatever you have it, but it's telling you that you made like five hundred thousand dollars. We'll just make it there because I, I feel like a, a million. That's too much money for me to honestly see and not faint or get a heart attack, right? So. <laughs> 
$500,000, you see this in there, but it's in your trust wallet. What mm-hmm. would like the fees be? Like, I know Christina said that that million dollars. So what would the fees be to take that $500,000 out? It would, it would be the regular fees, like whatever the ETH fees are at that time. Mm-hmm. Because you have to remember from your wallet, when you put store stuff in your wallet, you have to send it back to the exchange in order to take it off. And I think a lot of people don't mm-hmm. under, and that's how my friend got stuck. Luckily, praise God, she got stuck. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't understand that when you move um, your assets off of the exchange and you put them into your wallet and you put them into your um, your wallet, you have to actually pay those ETH fees to move them back to the exchange so that you can move them from the exchange to your bank account or to another mm-hmm. asset or you want to do it you can't unfortunately you can't do it in the wallet right Um, and so the fees that you're going to pay are whatever the percentage is on obviously you're going to pay whatever the um sale fee is but you're going to pay whatever the ETH fee is also to um move it back to the exchange and so a lot of people that's why they don't like to move their um their coins from the exchange, especially if it's something that you aren't sure if you're going to hold for a long time. Like right. obviously mm-hmm. you do swing trade, right? I do swing trading. So none of my swing trades ever hit my wallet. They stay on the mm-hmm. exchange mm-hmm. for that, for that exact reason, because the exit strategy for them is costly one and mm-hmm. um, two, it's not, um, it's not time like if I have to do it really quickly, you can't do that really quickly because it's right. a couple yeah. of steps. Yeah. So your yeah, fee is gonna be, your fee is gonna be whatever what? the fee is at that time. And you know, mm-hmm. these fees are based on time of day and congestion mm-hmm. and how many people are actually using the network at the time. So, you know, a million five hundred thousand dollars, you could easily get half of it took. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was my rookie. Was that was my about. biggest rookie mistake was, um, you know, going in not necessarily having an exit exit strategy, right? You know, I'm all you know pop locking and shimmying because I'm sitting over here with you know like 25 billion tokens, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever, and, and you know it's all tucked away, nice and cozy in my wallet. But then you know now <laughs> I'm stuck like Chuck because. You know, it's twenty five billion, but it might only be worth like one hundred and thirty dollars. But, um, you know, I see something something funny going on. I'm not able to, you know, like to Chris's point, I can't move swiftly to get that out. It might cost me one hundred and thirty dollars to move one hundred and thirty dollars. Right. Yeah. And I've had that a few times, even me and my cheap ass. I'm like, all right, like if I see that the ETH is the same price. Like, say if I want like $130 worth of like a coin and the ETH fee is like, okay, it's going to be like 110. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, I don't want to do, fuck the coin then. I don't want it. Like, <laughs> right. I, like I, I don't want it. And you know, like Rain knows, like we'll talk in the back channels. I'm telling like, oh, I really want that coin. I just don't want to pay the ETH fees. Like I'm anti-Uniswap right. in like, in every possible way. But if I wake up one day and like she is like, you know, Corey said, and that's at 50 cent. I'm like, you know what? It's, it's money that honestly I just made for free. If they want to take like the lowest fee, which probably be like at that point, maybe like $2,000, hopefully, when I doubt, 
I'll take that. But more often than not, if you're taking it from like the trust wallet or not, they are taxing the hell out of you. Like I've seen some people that are like, oh yeah, they trying to tax me $270 and I wanted $200 worth of stuff. I'm like, wait, so you right. are paying more in the fees than the shit that you're actually getting. I don't want that. I have no need for it. But some people do it, um, including that guy who lost $500,000 on he a coin that you knew was going to be a rug. That is crazy. Yeah, he was tripping. When, when, I, when, when I hear that, it humbles me and lets me know how broke I am. Like, I'm not poor. <laughs> I'm just broke. And I played broke very well. My issue is when I hear somebody like say that, uh, the mm-hmm. inner hater in me comes out because I'm like, yo, like you had $500,000 and you wasted right. it on that. Okay. And I'm sure other right. people like, the yeah, the Bitcoin people, they probably look at us and like, well, look, but that money, because remember we talked about that earlier. Oh, the $500 you want to throw at like Sheeb or something like that, like put it in Bitcoin. It's like, yeah, but you don't get the same amount. So it's a little bit different when you want to throw it at a coin that has a purpose, it has a background versus a coin like Meta Netflix. And you're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw a half a million dollars at that and I'm going to quadruple my money. But then when you quadruple, you realize like not only am I well, but I can't take none of this money out. I don't know how right. I feel waking up and I see $500,000 just sitting there and it's gone the next day. Like everybody has to die, including the dog. Like everybody's gone. <laughs> like, I'm, 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 I'm finding where you are and you got to go. I don't play it that is shit. Definitely, um, it's definitely heartbreaking. Like it, mm-hmm. crypto will break your heart if you aren't conscious of what it is that you're doing. Right. Like right. that man, I know he's sick. I know gotta be, because I would be, yeah. I, I would be done. I, I couldn't go to work. I'd be just so outdone with myself because at some at some part of him knew he shouldn't have been doing that. Yeah. But that's what happens when greed sets in, and, and you make, and that's really the biggest problem that I see. I've been in this space for a little while. Is that you mm-hmm. see people who actually start to make profits and so they take bigger and bigger risks and because because they 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 reap they've reaped and so Mm -hmm. they think that they're gonna keep reaping they're gonna keep they're gonna keep winning and so a lot of people who um i've seen that have made a lot of money they also have lost a lot of money yeah yep and, and it's like, obviously, like, greed sets in that you don't have a strategy. Like for me, I have a sound strategy that I stick to, meaning that mm-hmm. all of my long term, um, all of my long holds, even if um, my like all of my long holds, I take twenty five percent whenever there's a uh, whenever it rockets. I take twenty five percent period because in order to make money, you have to actually take your money. Like you have to actually take your money to get your money. You know what I'm saying? And so it doesn't benefit you to have it just sitting there. So a lot of people be scared to take profits. I take profits religiously. Religiously. And I don't feel nothing about it. Like, because it's my money. Right. And I've learned that from you, Chris, actually, um, you know, I was one that was like, well, wait a minute. Don't I have to sell all my stuff to take something out? And, you know, the first time, you know, I just said, you know, effort and took some profits was in gala, you know, it shot all the way up. And, and I had, um, like I literally, um, you know, I only put in a, a, a small amount, 
Um, well, small is relative, but I put in a small amount or whatever. And when I tell you it like five X, you know, almost 10, I said, you know what? Okay. This is the perfect time to take that out. So I, you know, mm-hmm. I took my initial investment plus a little bit more. And then, um, when it dipped, I threw a little more back in, but never, um, but you know, I never put my initial investment back, you know? So, right. um, you know, so yeah, I mean, and I didn't feel bad about it. I thought I was going to feel bad about having to sell some of it, you know, like to take some money out. And, you know, I wasn't sure if I was being greedy, you know, I'm struggling, I was struggling with that now, you know, right. watching it, you know, go up and down. But, um, but yeah, I'm totally on that plan. So I started to, you know, get better as exit strategies, you know, and see so that, that I could. That- I was going to say that goes back yeah, to what just we like talked about move. earlier about how your coin, the number of coins that you have don't change, right? So mm-hmm. even if you take profits off the top because the it, your each coin's value has increased, what I do personally, when I take 25% off, it's literally to secure the bag. Like At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is my gains. These are my profits. I want them. I take them. But mm-hmm. I also dollar cost average back into my long hold projects when they dip with the money that I took because I right. want to replenish or accumulate or get back to the number of coins that um, I sold or I lost to make the profit. You get what I'm saying? So right. a lot. I think I I read that. I can't remember where I read that, but I, in one of my trading books because I, I read a lot. But that was one of the strategies that I learned um, from from reading. I can't think of the name of the book right now, but that's one of the strategies that, that I was taught, which is um, always take profit. But you also want a dollar cost average back into especially your long term project so that you still have a, a, a good amount of the actual coins. Um, okay. I did the exact same thing with Gala, exactly what you're talking about. I remember when I bought in and I mm-hmm. think that same day, within a couple of hours, that sh- it just rocketed. And yes. Me, I took 50% off. And then when it dipped, I okay. put it back. Mm-hmm. See, that's fine. Like, y'all teaching me. Because I'm saying, shit, like, now I need to start. I'm looking at my uh, coin market cap. Like, I should have taken money then. Why did I not do Like, yeah. So, right. y'all, y'all are putting me on today. Now, I guess this was supposed to be the section for voicemail. So, obviously, you know, if you guys do have questions or you want, like, to talk, you can feel free to leave voicemails and stuff throughout the show. We'll play them, obviously. But, you know, let's get into the apps that we use and the apps that we hate. Um I don't have a running list. I can just tell you right now the one app that I do hate, which is Gate.io. Um, I don't what? understand it. <laughs> um, what? I, there, there's something about Gate.io. And actually, you know what? Oh, give, give me one second. I have, to, I have to look at it again because I may be saying this a little bit out of turn. Because I, I don't hate Gate.io as much as I hate uh, Hotbit. 
Hot Hot Bit is number one on my hate, most hated list. Worst like app for crypto ever. Uh, they don't let you do market orders. It's it's kind of like uh, what's the name where they have limit, they have conditional, and they have another type of limit. But they just don't say, you know what? Here's the price. Sell right now. Then you right. have like the investment passwords and shit. I'm like, bro, just I just want I want to either buy the coin or sell the coin. It's not that difficult. Why are you making this shit more difficult than it needs to be? So that is well, those two are number one on my list for investments. Number two, Robinhood is the worst. Um, the rule of thumb is if you don't have keys, you don't have the coins. So if they don't give you the option to extract that coin or your profits, whatever you want to call it, into another wallet, like you can't move that stuff somewhere else, don't use them. That includes PayPal, Robinhood. Um, there's, there's other ones as well. I can't really think off the top of my head, but there are a lot of those apps that they tell you, oh, yeah, like, you know, buy Dogecoin here and you can hold it here and there's no transactions fees and stuff like that. You're essentially borrowing those tokens. And when it comes time to sell or try to move them, you can't you can sell them, but you can't move them, which is also really volatile because anybody who did Dogecoin on Robinhood, when it hit 70 cent and you couldn't sell and then it dropped from 70 cent back down to like 46, people were pissed about that. And right. rightfully so. Like there's a stark difference in, you know, a 70 cent coin versus a 46 cent coin. But some exchanges do that. And the reason why is, I mean, you pretty much bought in without fees or penalties. Yeah, you're holding the coin. You're going to make profits anyway. But Robinhood knows, you know, PayPal knows. They know all they want is, you know, they want free money. They think, all right, I'm going to get this coin really quick. I'm going to flip it. I'm going to just send this shit off and just take my money back. A lot of people think that, but those exchanges, they will fuck you. And it, it's it's not fun when you realize you cannot sell that coin at the moment you want to sell it. So I tell yeah. people, avoid those. Like, avoid yeah. those like to play. Um, one app that I really, it was on my favorite list until the shit that they did was Bitmart. It understood me. I liked the icon. It, it was quick to be in and out. But ever since the whole situation with Saitama, I stopped messing with them. Um, but my favorite three apps right now is the Crypto.com DeFi wallet. Mm-hmm. I obviously like um, Trust Wallet. That's my go-to. And ironically, LBank. Um, LBank is probably one of my favorite ones because it has the coins. And if they don't, they're going to get them like in a week or two or something like that. So I mess mm-hmm. with that. Um, yeah. Also, I'm starting to gravitate to... Coin Gecko for my accurate pricing. Coin Market Cap really doesn't like the coins that I like because they haters. So <laughs> that, <laughs> that's what that is. But what about you guys? Like, what are your favorite? What are your best and worst apps? Like apps that you like versus apps that you hate. Um, I think for me, uh, Crypto.com is a favorite. Um, most of my long term holds are are sitting there. Um, to Veggie back off of what you said. Um, I am a fan of L Bank. That's my favorite, um, quote unquote, foreign exchange, if you will. Um, and not for holding any coins or anything, but you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of you know crypto bubbles because I like you know looking at the you know top ten, seeing what they're. I mean, the top one hundred, seeing what they're doing. Um, it puts everything, you know, um, in perspective. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like right smack dead in your face. So those are, you know, the three that I go to all the time. Um, coin market cap. They used to be one of my favorites. 
but I swear they be wilding. I don't know. Half yeah. the time, you know, like we were talking about, Chris, it, it's glitching. You know, right. my my portfolio still shows that I have over a million dollars. I don't know which one of those coins is glitching oh, no. or what they got wrong. Right. <laughs> But I, I said I'm going to leave it there because I'm manifesting. I was a billionaire the whole day. I was a billionaire. I couldn't believe Man. it. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the best days because when you tell, like, say, for example, you're telling somebody about crypto and you just, you know, even if you want to lie, you're like, you know, like, look at my portfolio, man. It's just telling me <laughs> I'm worth that. Now, it would have been nice if you could, like, show them that, but you could also, like, withdraw that money out of your trust wallet and stuff, but you couldn't because right. I tried. I was like, shit. Yeah, it told me I was worth like eight trillion dollars. Take, give me my money right now. But what, what were you saying? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, you could. Those were my. Um, those are my three: uh, Crypto.com, L Bank, and uh, Crypto Bubbles. Those are my okay. th- th- three things I check every day. Okay. Well, that's okay. so like you know, I'm, I'm definitely gonna you know kind of figure out a way to move away from coin market cap though like that it has to go yeah, yeah. fuck that app um i like um so i like to use kucoin especially now that sam got out to sam um with his bot training um yes. i've used the bot i've uh programmed a bot based on his um instructions and actually, it did really well with passive income. I think I threw a couple of hundred dollars in there and kind of let it go after I put the settings. Um, and that worked out well for me. So I like KuCoin. I like Gate Gate too. I O too. I don't know mm-hmm. why you don't why you don't like that mm-hmm. them. Um, but I like Gate I O. Um, I also like Webull. Um, I do a lot of swing trading and day trading on Webull. Great analytics. Um, yeah, very. It's a very well-rounded um, app, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I yep. also like Voyager, which yep. oh, I'm so excited because their Mastercard is going to be dropping, and it's going to be nine percent interest if you stake your your coin with them. And um, they also have like some banking options that I'm going to utilize. I think I'm going to utilize because they're going to be giving out. Uh, pretty high APR, um, AP, APY for um, holding USDT that can be connected to their credit card. So um, oh, nice. I'm probably going to utilize that as like a savings mm-hmm. account rather than a regular savings account because, I mean, why would you not for 9%, right? Exactly. Um, so I'm probably going to, when they drop that, I'm probably going to be using them a little bit more as a savings. I wish I could do that with... I like Crypto.com also, obviously their DeFi wallet, but I don't like the fact that the money that you have sitting in on your card doesn't accrue any type of interest. Yeah. Um, to me, that just kind of defeats the purpose of having the feature. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's why I'm kind of excited about um, Voyager that's coming out. But those are my top... Um, um, exchanges or apps that I like to use. Also, I use um, Canker sometimes too. Um, if but that's more for like really, really, really decentralized, like riskier coins that um, you know I may want to drop a couple of hundred dollars on. Um, but those are pretty much the ones that I yeah. use. And then for my technical analysis, obviously, I like to use TradingView. Um, okay for my for my technical analysis stuff but yeah that's pretty much one of them 
do you pay for your trading view? Because I did it for like Black Friday, and I was like, you know what? Like, I don't really chart that much where I need to pay like that amount. So I was like, you know what? I'll just use it for like checking the live prices. So that's what I do. It's just like you know what I did. I use I paid for. I did the. I just renewed too when they sent out the um, Black Friday thing. But really, um, TradingView, the free version is even good, especially if you're just charting out um, like exit and entries. Um, mm-hmm. Really, when you pay for it, what you're paying for is like additional like indicators and markers and that kind of stuff. But if yeah. you're not like techie, 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 you can bypass those and just use the free, the free features. Okay. But I do, I have a paid subscription. I do um, pay yeah, monthly. I pay for the year. I don't pay monthly. You, you don't you talk me into it. Uh, come tax season, if you know I don't get hit from all these capital tax gains for things that I didn't realize were capital tax gains, you know, taking profits and moving coins and swapping them, then, yeah, I'm going to have to get trade and view for the year. Uh, but you have to remember, with- people get so worried about taxes. I wouldn't worry about taxes too much because of two things. One, you have to make over a certain dollar amount, and most people aren't at that dollar amount. I, I think it's like yeah. um, 40000 40 yeah. Yeah. So, one, a lot of people are making, you know, especially people that are just starting out, they're not making $40,000, as well as you have to remember that you can also offset your losses. So if, when you offset, offset your losses with what you gain and you pull it all together, most people aren't paying too much of anything. <laughs> and that's why the government is actually very mad. That's why they're upset about it. Um, the only thing that I will say is that when you make big gains, you have to remember that when you make big gains, that if you turn around and you invest that money and you lose it, you still have to pay taxes on your gains, right? Mm -hmm. So anytime you make a big gain, like me, when I make big gains, I'm talking like $50,000. I keep it there. I keep try to keep it on the exchange as long as I I can. Usually, you know, you want to try to keep it there for a year Mm -hmm. uh, so that you can, um, you know, like minimize your tax implications but most people are worried about taxes and taxable events, and they're they're really not going to affect them because they aren't making, they aren't working with big numbers. If you're right. working with big numbers, then worry. But if you're not working with big numbers, it's all going to wash out. It's all going to check and balance itself out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think you must have brought something up that Corey likes because she done left not one, not two, but three voicemails. So I'm going to play. <laughs> I guess uh, I'll just chime in by saying uh, I haven't taken anything out. Uh, I just kind of decided to treat it all like Bitcoin, which I know you guys said, like, nothing's going to be the next Bitcoin, blah, blah, blah. That's cool. I'm just, like I said, I just, I threw in like 10 to $20 on a few different things, mostly. And I was like, why not see what happens in a year or two? Like, why not forget about it, basically? Like, we got those stimuluses, and that's what the fuck I stimulated. So... Uh, we'll see what happens in 2023. <laughs> no, yeah. that's right. Yeah, you got to plan for the future with this stuff. Like a lot of people, they get into crypto because like, you know, Chris said earlier in the show, like 
uh, a homie told a homie like, hey, you know, I'm in here now and I'm 10 X like join in and you could be like me. But they don't tell you like, yo, they got in like three months ago. And yeah. there was a lot of like there was a lot of peaks and valleys for that. And now that they're up and it's still going up now, they want you in. But a lot yeah. of people are really disingenuous and they want to tell people because we've seen it even in the, the discord group. Where it's like people will come in and they're like, I'm really bullish about this coin. It's like, you're bullish because it's on the way up. You weren't going to tell a fucking soul about this right. know, coin a month exactly. ago. Right. And yep. now it's like, oh, everybody needs to get on. And it's no disrespect to people like that because yep. they don't know. They're just like, all right, like right, I'm holding this coin. I don't know what it's going to do. But the moment that it's going up, instead of telling them the truth is, like, I need more people in here. Because a lot of crypto works that way. I need more people on here because more people buy in, the price goes up. Exactly. It, it's just how cryptos work. But if nobody's buying it and nobody knows about it, then guess what? Like it's gonna stay stagnant. Um, I'm personally still in coins. I have no clue what these coins do. I got into them mainly because of hype. One of the people hit me up, hey, you know, Craig, this, this is a coin, check it out. Like, who was it? Uh like Mandox. Some days it has a good one, a uh, good day, some days it has a bad day. Uh right. it was one really weird coin rocket fuel i don't even know what the fuck that is but you know <laughs> i bought into it i paid eighty dollars in eat fees right now that shit is sitting at like eight dollars of how much profit i have so i'm saying like yo i lost money on this yeah. coin i have so many of them that it don't even matter but at that point i've already ate the loss i'm like you know what let me just leave this here because who knows one day i might open this up and mm-hmm. that eight dollars could be eight hundred and i'll live with that then I'll sell. But a lot of people are just like, nah, man, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to just turn that into B&B. I'm going to turn it into ETH. But I'm like, yo, you're going to turn $8 into ETH. I'm sorry. You're going yeah, to turn $8 into ETH, and then you got to pay those fees and the penalties, and then you end up with $1.98. I don't want like mixed bags. Like I'd rather just keep whatever I have and hope for the best before that. But Corey, she has two more. Let's see what she has to say. So how how, how you get in this Discord y'all talk about, this crypto Discord y'all talk about? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> so do you guys want to tell her or go ahead break it down oh so basically it's on clubhouse it's called the rundown he usually posts and pins the link um it'll be in the show notes and since i know Corey, i'll go and you know i'll send you the link for it as well it's a really good community it's one of the few that i can honestly vouch for and it's not that I'm vouching for the group. I'm vouching for the people. There are some people that I've had to chin check a few times because they don't know. The <laughs> Lord, they, they don't know. Um, but, you know, they, and the reason why I'm this way, and I guess I need to address it, like in, in case like Rundown or anybody ever hears this. But, you know, all I'll say to Corey to answer is the Rundown group, I'll send you that link. Now, to this group, since we're here, um, before we get into like, say, Tom and say, Mask and stuff, the Rundown group is an absolutely great group. But there are some idiots. Um, and the only reason I'm calling people idiots, not because they're bad people. It's just like they come in there with the FUD or they come in there with the I know it all mentality. And it's like, yeah. you you know it all because you got in early. And right. like, I, I know there are some people in like in those groups that a lot of people, they, they feel a way about. But like I told you guys about Giuseppe, I feel the same way about like D-Bet. Like people can't stand D-Bet. They're like, oh, my God, like, you know, he's annoying. I'm like, yo, like, I like that type of talk. I'd rather somebody tell me, like, yo, I'm broke because I got in early 
And I'm like, you know what? Like, you know, basically telling me I'm broke because they got it early. I like that shit because it gives me motivation. Like, you know what? Well, tell me some plays. That, that's the mm-hmm. credit I give him. And I feel like it's like a millionaire giving you advice. And it's like, give me good advice. Just don't brag about it. Now, he does a little bit of right. both. I have to be fair. Like, some days he comes in. I'm like, yo, I don't agree with that. Like, the way that you handle that. But he's a man at the end of the day. So I have to respect that, you know, for that. But also, I have to respect the fact that that man's portfolio, he has, like, got it out the mud. He's gone and done the due diligence. He does the research. A lot of other people, though, which is the ones I shit on, they go, go into those rooms and they tell everybody who's doing research currently that their research don't matter. That coin is shit. You shouldn't do this. And then when you ask them why, they say nothing. They don't have a reason. Yeah. Right. This this, yep. this is where I come yep. in. For me, I, I'm the person that I'm, I guarantee I annoy people on most days. But guess what? I don't really be caring. And the reason, the reason why I don't care is because we go in those rooms, we have fun and we laugh and we joke and stuff like that. But whenever I see somebody come in and pretty much like put a lot of like FUD or what is it called like fear uncertainty and doubt into people who are in the room like yo like you're bringing the morale down by doing this long ass monologue about like why a coin is shit even though everybody in the room is talking about it it's like we're talking about blank coin everybody's you know enthusiastic about it and this guy you know comes in the room well I didn't do any research but let me tell you why it's a shit coin it's like okay like tell us why and they never do uh, yeah. Like Rain and I were talking in the back channel about uh, one one of the guys who you know I've like I don't want to say I like I've turned the corner on the guy, but it's like sometimes I listen to him because I know like there's always some little nugget that somebody's going to drop and you need to listen to it. But mm-hmm. most of the stuff he says is just absolute ass. So <laughs> one day he he was going he was going and saying so I cannot remember this dude's name and I'm not going to say it, but Rain knows right. the conversation that we had. So in the back channel, <laughs> I told her I was like. Yo, like he's spreading fud about Saitama and how this is bad and blah 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 blah. But then he was pumping a coin that not it had not moved in a month. It looks like a rug pull. And he, what he would do is he would wait until like there was a quiet spell in the group, like that day. He's like, hey, like you know, look at it. It went, you know, it's charting up again. But the thing is, when he would post a photo of like the chart, it would be in like the twenty-four hour window. But then it would just be like that, you know, that four to six window. It wouldn't be like, okay, show me the entire fucking day. Don't show me where it went up fucking eight cent. And now all of a sudden you, you know, we're going to the moon. I'm like, bro, if you were going to the moon, you're going to take 60 years to get there. Like, I'm not trying to wait that goddamn long. So that was, you know, for me with that particular group, (laughs) I love it. I love the rundown. My issue is people who spread the FUD. Um, I guess I have to address this as well, just in case she ever hears this. Colleen, I'm sorry. I've made a lot of jokes in your honor because <laughs> some sometimes when when she says things, and I know like today, I must have said something that run down. I could hear him laughing because she interrupted him. <laughs> she interrupted him. He was like, I know she ain't telling because like he was talking and then she interjected and then he's like Wait, like Colleen, I'm trying to explain. And she was like, "No, let me explain first. And he was like, "I know, he, I know, she did not just tell me that." <laughs> so I put it in the group with the yeah, gift, right? Because she was like, "No, let me." Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know she has a good heart, and like her heart's in the right place. But she's one of those type of people where it's like, yo, she has to say what she needs to say right then and there. 
And if she doesn't, it's it's not a problem, but it's more so she just wants to get off her chest. So I know that to be true. The issue is it happens so often that people are starting to like meet, like be like me and have it as a running joke. So whenever like I could be 20 feet away from my phone, I could be doing work and I'll hear the voice come up and it's like, oh shit, well, I know who that is, but it's always going to be like, it's not going to be new information. It's going to be, how can I cut this person off to save my point? But, you know, Colleen, I just want to let you know, we, we love you. Like the three of, I'm speaking for the ladies just in this instance, cause I'm usually the one that's talking shit. We love you. We we like <laughs> the things that you contribute to, like the rundown rooms and stuff like that. Just sometimes like let people like flesh out their thoughts before you cut them off. That That's all I'm going to say in that regard. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to say anything. I think I pretty much like put a bow on that one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I'm not sure she's capable I think, of letting I think it's a very color. What'd you say? Very color diver. I think Chris oh, went in the blockchain. Oh, yeah, you, you in the blockchain again. For real. God, I love that. I, I have to start saying this like at least four times a day so it just <laughs> sticks in my memory. Like, I'm just stuck in the blockchain. So, I'm going to play Corey's email, and then we're going to get into a little bit more. So here you go, Corey. Mm, okay, so since we're talking about taxes, uh, what I want to know is you ain't got to pay taxes on nothing or claim nothing if you just put money into the coin, but you ain't ever took anything out, right? That's true. I yep, want to say that's true, yeah. Yeah, that's true. As long as you don't take profits, you don't swap, you don't trade or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there are like distinct differences. But basically, if you buy, like, say you bought sheep, bought sheep, and that's just just sitting there for four or five years, the taxes that you would owe when you finally do take them out, like, they are less and less the longer you hold them. And I think, like, the government has something where it's like certain apps, they aren't required. Somebody said the KYC, like, a lot of government agencies. Yeah. So just be mindful of that. But with a lot of these coins, to be completely honest with you, that we'll probably get into because we're about to talk about that next. Like you want to hold them long term because you never know, even if you take profits, there's still you want to keep at least 50, 100 of these coins in. And somebody be like, well, why would you want like just 50 or 100, 50 or 100 Bitcoin at sixty thousand dollars? Like you paid off a house, probably got a Tesla. You you a million. (laughs) Right. So. You know, you never know. But even the same thing with like sheep, like right now, say if you only had like 50 sheep, but it goes from point zero 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 three to 50 cent, like, yo, like down payment on the house. Like it, it means more than what it did when you bought at it initially. So be mindful of that. Now, um, I, I, how do I, how do I approach this? Say Tama and say the mask, right? I'm, I'm going <laughs> to just ask you guys to just bear with me for one second. Um, right. Saitama is possibly my biggest bag um, in crypto. I have more invested in Saitama than I do Bitcoin, Ethereum, Crow, any, any of my other coins that we'll talk about later. The reason that I do is because it was so cheap. By the time I finished doing dollar cost averaging, I looked, I was like, yo, I've spent like a stimmy on like this. 
Now, mm-hmm. someone would say, yo, you spent like $1,000. I think at the time it was like $1,200 on like that, right? Now, I had to tell my wife this. I had to tell other people this. I was like, the reason why I did this is because the amount that I have right now in this coin, if it ever gets to even SHIB numbers, not only can I retire, I'm retiring you. Like, we retiring, the, the kids are retired, like, college is already paid for, like, house paid for, car paid for, my mom's house paid for, like, these things are just like that, and I'm not thinking of it ever getting to a penny. I'm thinking about investing in a coin so early that by the time it gets to where I need it to get, I can retire, and it's not mm-hmm. affecting anybody else. Like, I right. have my limit order set to, you know what, this is what I'm comfortable with. I'll leave a little bit in, but I'm taking a large sum of it and I'm going to go to my little private island, or, you know, with my little villa and shit. And I'm completely mm-hmm. now. Here's where shit gets tricky with Saitama. Just like any other like crypto, the community makes the coin. The issue is this community is unlike most of them where we're vocal and we don't really say the truth at least on twitter spaces okay i'm gonna say this i'm probably gonna get blocked from a couple of these people a lot of them kiss a lot of ass a in lot. the name of Saitama, instead of just saying what the truth is which is this i have my money invested in this bullshit and y'all keep fucking it up for me if one person would ever just get on stage and i try i've literally tried to get on stage i've raised my hand just to tell them the truth i really want russ to shut up like, I want him to do what he's been doing, which is make a good brand, make a good, you know, company, do his thing. At, like, I don't need to hear Steve Jobs every, I'm not Steve Jobs, uh, Tim Cook, every time Apple announces something. He comes out for his keynote in June. He's like, you know what? We announcing this. He comes out again in September. Guess what? We doing this. And you know what you get? The product. Russ does AMAs three times a week. And he's telling us about shit. That either hasn't happened, won't happen, why this went wrong, or look down the roadmap. I don't need that. What I need you to do is the promise that you made two months ago, three months ago, honor that. Say the mask is out now, which is an app. It has a lot of backing. It has over three hundred, was it three hundred thousand like followers and holders and stuff like that. So it is a large community compared to most of the ones in crypto. The issue for me with Saitama is Russ's ability to just always be in a spot, like almost like he needs he needs that. Like the only like how can I put it? Like if he were to ever like you know like stub his toe and have to sit down for a little bit, he wouldn't know how to act. He'd be like fuck, I, I gotta get to the computer, I gotta do a spaces. And like sometimes it's okay to just let your job be the job. Like if you know for a fact you're putting out a good product, let the product just be the product. You don't have to go and speak on it at every whim. And that's my issue. Every time he speaks, the number drops. We went from, what, six, not even six days ago, like five days ago. I know it was a week ago. A week ago on Friday. Today is Friday. So a week ago, we were like, yo, we're looking at our portfolios. I was like, I'm not even in the hole anymore. Like, I'm, I'm making money. I'm up like four or five hundred bucks. Like, this is great. Like, this is awesome. Right. And then he goes on Twitter spaces. As he goes on Twitter spaces, it goes from point eight to like 0.6 i was like i'm 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 back again like you know i'm I'm down in a hole why are we doing this and then 
his wife goes through the stuff that she goes through because some dickhead decides he wants to be a misogynist and you know the app just has its, its issues and stuff but with us and i'm only speaking for us because we all hold it like i want to think that we're optimists because we know for a fact that if saitama does what it's supposed to do Mm -hmm. it's going to clear a lot of the worries that we have about a lot of the things that we do in our everyday life. Um, it has a good premise. It has a good backing. It has a, a team that is fully doxxed and things like that. But if it ever gets to a point that, you know, Rain and Chris have that are like, you know what, I'm comfortable taking 50% out. I can guarantee mm -hmm. anybody who's listening to this podcast right now, even at the numbers that we got our like, you know, coins from, if we took out just 25 percent mm -hmm. it's millions yep like and it's not just it's not like you know one million one dollars i'm talking it's millions to the point where like you can't go to chase bank or bank of america like yo i need you to hold it you got to go to like four, you have to make appointments in order to deposit that money they're looking at you like yo like uh i don't think we accept all this money the way that you're doing it and since it's like crypto like you know say for example like you have to transfer it to from saitama to usdt usdt to xlm xlm to like uh, coinbase coinbase their limits gonna be like hey you have to try again for the next like 15 20 days to get yeah. that money out right. it's gonna it's that much money um like uh, full transparency, I have a couple billion. I don't have a trillion, but I do have a couple billion. So by doing like the law of numbers, if right now um, Saitama goes from its current point to what is it? It drops two zeros for me. If I sold 25 percent of my bag, that is roughly I think it's like two hundred and ten thousand dollars. And that would have been initially $83 that I put in. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I, just, I wanted to set that there because I wanted to get you guys full opinions on say Thomas, say the mask and how you guys feel. Well, honestly, I'm looking for my exit strategy on um, say Thomas. The only reason why I haven't sold it is because I don't like to sell in the red. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say that I got into Saitama very early. Like, I got into Saitama back when it was still just a meme. It had no utility. And I remember when they went through the transition of adding a utility um, and actually having an actual case you. And I went through that transition with them. And so I've made a pretty good profit from Saitama. I'm not going to lie. But at this point, I don't feel like they're going to be able to successfully complete the mission unless they um in HR. So I'm going to say unless they hire a development team that can handle the magnitude of this project, because you have to remember, they have over 300,000 holders now. right? Most wallets that launch don't have that many people that are waiting to utilize the technology and so i think what they what they're running into is that their development team simply is not able to carry the capacity of what they're creating 
So unless I see that Saitama does some hiring and they add to or remove some people from their development team as well as hire a real PR team, because you have to remember, they started out literally as a meme. They had no case use. They had no utility. They were literally a meme point. And now all of a sudden they have all of these ambitious goals, which I'm like, hey, that's why I stuck in there. Even though I was listening to people, um, I was in not the rundown, but in another group where people were very upset, like, oh, they're doing a bait and switch. We need to get our money out now. And, then, oh, they're going to rug pull. They're doing a bait and switch. And I know a lot of people that sold and I held on only because I wanted to see what was going to happen. Um, and so in my holding on to see what was going to happen, I've made a lot of money. But at this point, I think they've bitten off more than they can chew. And unless they start getting some real business-minded people and some real tech-savvy people behind this project, it's going to fail. And what I'm not going to do is lose the money that I've gained waiting to see what they're going to do. Um, so literally I'm waiting for like right now and I think we're down I haven't looked at the, the charts um, in a few hours but right now and I think we're down and so I'm waiting until we have one last run where I can get back to where they were when they had that um, all time high at the 8th and I'm out because really I don't think that they have the capacity to develop this project into what their ambitions are yeah. And that's, you know, that's just me. And I know a lot of people are bullish on Satama. I'm actually, I, I like the project. I really like the concept that Russ has with the wallet, especially making it so that coins that list with them have to actually um, use Satama as their pair. I think that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I think that's absolutely brilliant. But you have to be able to also provide the technology what we're seeing is that they're not able to do that mm-hmm. yeah yeah I'm just... and that's troubling as an investor yeah. that's troubling and then on top of them not being able to produce you got his wife acting like she in the ghetto yep, <laughs> yep. yeah yeah, yeah that was if, just if she would have been so one of us I was just saying, I think that the stuff that she was saying really turned me off to the whole project because I'm like, oh, this is not, a, he's, Russ may be a good businessman or whatever, but if his wife is, he can't put a muzzle on her or he can't get her mm-hmm. to not say particular things that are offending the investors, because mm-hmm. you have yep. to remember, we are investors. Yep. We're yep. not customers. Yep. Right. I'm not. He not giving me nothing. I'm giving right. him money. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're investors. Yep. I'm not a customer. I'm not calling the wedding hundred um, customer hotline. No, I'm giving mm-hmm. you money because you said you have a product that you want to create, and I'm investing in your creation of that product. And when your wife is popping off, and then you guys on top of that aren't producing the way that you're promising that you're going to as an investor, I'm out. Yep. Like I just, I can't, to me, logically, it just doesn't, it's something's off. 
Yeah, it, it just it doesn't compute to me. Like you know, me I, as a man, I can't really say what I want to say because it's like mm-hmm. you know, like uh, it, it's real cringeworthy. It's one of those right. things where it's like she, the way she tweeted though was so disrespectful. Like, right, yeah. like she was in the ghetto. Like, yeah, like, like what are we That's doing? Right, I think, um, no, ma'am. My no, opinion ma'am. on on uh, on Saitama is, um, I I think some people can tell that I have a um, a little more, I guess, tolerance or a little more patience. Um, I don't have patience for um, unprofessionalism. I yeah. I honestly do not. Um, Saitama was one of those projects that I wanted to get it and forget it. You know, because um, yeah. I had a short term, midterm and long term strategy for the um, for the project. And from an IT professional's perspective, um, I saw that what the development team was doing as, um, you know, the timeline was aggressive. And, um, you know, and I thought they made some very uh, unprofessional um, mishaps. And, and there's certain things that you could, you know, kind of laugh at and, and look past. But I think one of the um, one of the problems that they have, one of the problems that they have is that um, they're trying to do things differently. Right. Who has a whole mm-hmm. team where you can, you know, touch and feel who the developers are. You know, a lot of people, you know, and I know this is said often that we get in the projects and we really don't know. We really don't know. Really you know who's behind it so they're going overboard to show themselves and to be out and about where like the vegas event we really didn't even need to see all of that we didn't y'all didn't need to pull the curtains back to let us see that and it's like they fall victim to the pressure of you know the community on the left we want to see we want to see we want to see we want to hear and then the community Mm -hmm. on the right we're like no Less is best. Yeah. We don't want to see any of that. We're we're looking at the roadmap. We read the white papers and all of this stuff. We want to see the wallet come out, you know, and all of this. So, you know, they're kind of catering to the, um, mm-hmm. you know, the fans, right? So, yep. you know, when it comes, so, you know, it's like, all right, well, we get it. People, you know, they should have stuck to their initial guns about Vegas. Like, you know, the place doesn't allow recording. Or this is a, you know, like an investor party, you know, whatever, celebrating, you know, Mm -hmm. we're finished, though, whatever it is, just come out and say that that's what it is. But you fell, fell to the pressure of people wanting to see. Now, do I get that, um, you know, the audit was delayed, so you can't launch, you couldn't launch the wallet when you wanted to. November was aggressive, in my opinion, you know, from just from an IT perspective. It was super aggressive. You know, I work with developers every day. I sit in front of, um, uh, you know, our business users every day talking about whether, why this project was delayed and why that project was delayed, what issues we found, why we have to go back, you know, and what we found in testing. We got to send it back to development. This is like my everyday life. So I kind of understood, but um, I, I just... In a nutshell, wanted them to, and I think somebody said this on the Discord, you know, I wanted them to, um, you know, say second quarter, 
for the yeah. for the mask. I mean, people are investing tons of money in the projects with nothing, like no utility or anything. So mm -hmm. if you deliver early, you're the rock star, right? If it if it's you know if the mask was going to come out in in the second quarter and you actually delivered it in January, you know how can you not see that that is a way better scenario than what the scenario is that we have now? And also, it um, to put it in Russ's words, if you know that Saitama has a fan club, I'm doing air quotes, uh, people who every time you announce a date, you know, there's whales who want to coordinate their sell-offs and their dumps because they want to mm -hmm. make your price tank. But you told them when to do it, exactly. right? So now, you know, you're being hit with, and I get DDoS attacks. I, I get it. It happens to major exchanges all the time. I get all of that. You basically told them when to hit the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. So Gave the key how the are you door. exactly like, how are you even telling people, you know, this is the countdown. When are we and, and I get it. The hype and everything, it raises the numbers. But when when that hype falls flat, it tanks the numbers. Yep. And, you know, and it's one of those things where, you know, you hold your nose and drink you know, or whatever. So um, I'm not excusing uh, anything that they're doing. I see a lot of the things that they're doing as, you know, um, rookie mistakes. And as an investor, you know, I'm trying to look at the, like, I, I'm not in the red, but I'm not, you know, I haven't earned, you know, like big profits. I got in, you know, at a, um, a good early point um, mm -hmm. where, you know, if I thought or could foresee any of this, you know, I'd have been along with the whales dumping, you know, when it um, reached this all time high right before Vegas, mm -hmm. you know, or whatever. And, you know, and I would have, um, you know, made a decent profit and been able to buy back in once it dipped. But I wasn't that experienced a few months ago to, you know, be able to, you know, move and shake like that. But exactly. um, I feel like there's a lot of roles that um, to, you know, Turkey back off of Chris being in HR. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of roles that they need to fill. Um, you know, a developer, like when people talk about typos, a developer is not a proofreader. They develop. Mm -hmm. So they need that role. Who's that analyst? Who's that? Who did the implementation plan for a project this large? Why was it rushed so fast? Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? So it's like there's, it seems to be key roles especially in PR um, and even on the analytical side, um, you know, the project management side, there seems to be some major roles missing. And until they, you know, get that together as well as, you know, put a muzzle on the wife and it's like, they're making, they're making a lot of disrespectful mistakes, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, like only reason why Saitama having, um, like really just fail now is really it, it 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 highlights the importance and the strength of a community right yes mm -hmm. yep but people are only going to sit around and wait for so long mm -hmm. and so yep. for some of us we're like oh let me hop off this shit before a hundred thousand people shop hop off exactly. right because what happens if 150 people decide you know what? This is too much. Let me get out of here. Mm -hmm. Then you stuck holding the bag. That's what happened with me with Tron. I'm not going to even lie. Tron was up, I think it was 
like I want to say it was almost like forty dollars, mm-hmm. and that shit plummeted down to like three dollars, and then it went down to like some change, right? Wow. And so Tron was another one of those cryptos that had reflections. And so I hear people all the time say, oh, well, I collect the reflections, but you don't <laughs> like articulate that the reflections mean absolutely nothing if the value of the coin means nothing. Exactly. No. That just means you got a trillion coins that are worthless, that have no value. Exactly. Right. And so when I tokens. say I'm looking for an exit point, it's under it's with the understanding that I'm based on what I know about business and based on what I know about people and the psychology of people is mm-hmm. that at some point, no matter how strong people are as a community, when you don't start producing what they're looking for, people are mm-hmm. going to start chopping ship. And what you don't want to do is be the last person sitting on the ship waiting. Yep. Right. That 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 is a... A great point. Now, I know we're going to try to wrap it up in a second. I wanted to give you guys the opportunity to tell your top five cryptos that you have expectations for for 2022. Um, I think we all kind of we talked about it in 2021 towards like the end of the year. But so much has changed every day. But in the last like three weeks with crypto, I want to know what are your top five? Well, Saitama was one of my top five, but literally I've taken that off. And so right now what I'm looking at to really make me some money this year is uh, Tierra Luna. Um, I really like VR, especially with their newest announcement with Dell. Um, I'm super bullish and I'm looking forward to what they have going on. Um, I'm also expecting V-Chain to do very well. Um, I like Matic. I think Matic is going to do very well. And then um, my other kind of two is I like Gala and I also like Sandbox. I think those out of those, my alternate would be um, Sandbox. But I think out of those, um, I'm expecting all of those to hit. Okay. And what about you? So my um, my top five um, would be uh, Rise, which is um, EverRise. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> their ecosystem is just insane. They um, a couple of days ago, I mean, like in silence, they launched um, this uh, this swap to <laughs> I mean a native token swap I mean how many times have you looked at your ethereum and it was like man I need some BNB and you have to go through seven hoops two bridges and a river to you know to um to swap it I literally connected my wallet and boom bam I mean it's yeah so um I'm actually my coins just staked with them for a year but mm-hmm. um so they're one of my um, top five um, impact XP. Um, I, you know, really like what they're doing. I, it's funny because they started out as me thinking that I got played because I, I got in when they were impact X and um, they uh, changed the contract because it was, you know, when they tried to apply for um, Sata mask, they found a couple of holes in the contract or whatever and recommended some changes. They did that. 
airdropped all of the, you know, the updated tokens. And now, um, you know, their um, their plans for renewable energy, um, getting into, you know, like the hemp business and, mm-hmm. you know, they're opening up um, offices in the in the Middle East and Dubai. And um, actually, a couple of members are actually moving, relocating to Dubai. Um, so um, it's big money in the Middle East. So I'm kind of um, looking forward to what that's going to do. And um, then it's Galasan and Matic are my others. I mean, of course, Crow. I, I don't even think we need to mention that, but we don't I think it's going to take Crow, Crow a minute. Yeah. Everybody knows. Yeah, yeah everybody yeah. knows about Crow. <laughs> yeah. Um, for for uh, the people who are listening, when it comes to Crow, that's Crypto.com's coin. Um, if, if you aren't familiar, get familiar because if it does, um, what's the example? It's uh, Binance coin, right? So yeah, Binance coin. Yeah. yeah so BNB at its height, wasn't it? It's like 540 bucks or something like that. So people are comparing Crow to Binance coin. And right now, I think it sits at 46 cents for Crow. Now, by law numbers, say, for example, you have like 250 Crow. Um, you, you threw whatever amount that would be to get 250 Crow. 250 Crow end up getting to $500. If you do the math, not only it, that's what that's like twenty five to fifty x. Like that's a lot of x. Like, you pretty much made your money in spades. So that's Crow. Um, they have a big exchange. They have the whole partnership with the Lakers. Um, be at their new stadium. They have commercials for every UFC event. They're doing really big things. Uh, a companion with Crow is VVS Finance. Um, a lot of people kind of like underestimating that coin, but I would definitely get that while it's dirt cheap as well. But again, not financial advice. Um, the five that I have, um, the ladies, they, they came and showed up tonight. Like, Jesus, I feel like mine <laughs> bad. So um, for me, uh, number five, I have Impact XP uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, number two, I have Victoria VR. Um, number three, Gala. Number two, it's HBAR. Um, mm-hmm. HBAR, I, I feel like it's going to do what I expect it to do, which will maybe be like a 30 or $40 coin, which I can live with. Um, but I'm, I'm just hoping here. I don't know. And the only reason I'm hoping is because back in 2020, they said HBAR could be like Solana. And anybody who knows Solana knows that Solana did numbers last year. So I feel like HBAR is going to be this year's Solana. Um, and obviously Matic being my number one um, because I had to take Saitama off of there. Saitama right now yeah. is number eight on my list. Um, I have coins that I really honestly have in the metaverse that are, you know, trumping it really. Um, mm-hmm. What is the one? Uh, Moonbeam that we were just talking about. Um, I saw it get to $39 and shout out to Sam when he was saying like, yo, like, he was going down a list of coins that they opened up at that entry point. And next thing you know, they're worth like a thousand dollars per coin. I was like, I won't miss that. Mm-hmm. Imagine having like coins that are worth like a thousand dollars. I'm I'm with that. I'm completely right. with that. Um, Algorand is obviously another good one. Um, the one Solace, that one is surprising the hell out of me. I did not expect Solace to be right. one me coin either. that it's <laughs> it's keeping my wallet pretty good right um, yeah <laughs> i was like i'm thinking I'm right just, shout out you know, to for sam. Where is our boy at? yeah sam <laughs> yeah. sam is on vacation he said sam. i'm gonna take all 
I'm going to take my money and go on vacation. He, he's doing good. So shout out to him. Uh, I want to shout out Rain as well. She talked me into TARP, which is totally a rug pull. Um, right now, it's not doing what we thought it was going to do because it's having like its down times. But again, we're in yeah. the market for that. But if it does what it's supposed to be expected out of this coin, yeah. I, I could see it tarp? maybe dropping a zero. Yeah, I'm yeah. a fan. Yeah, I, I like TARP. Like, What's the ticker? Uh, uh, T-A-R-P. So, Terry Allen Ronald Peter. And okay, I'm so Yeah, I, I really so like, like that. Um, sand, obviously. The only issue is the ones that, like you guys said, like Sand, I was like, I didn't get in at an entry point, so I'm hoping for a dip in the right price point. So, that or when tax season comes, I'm just going to throw it back. I'm like, I'm not going to use this money anyway. Boom. And truthfully, if the world yeah, shuts down, even though do I don't that, want, sand is pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to get me some yeah, more it's pretty sand. Solid. Um, it's pretty solid. And uh, one that I have too much of, and it's not really doing much, but it should, is uh, UFO. Like, we talked about that back in November, and it's not really doing much. But who knows? It it might do something in the future. Um, unlike some, like, uh, was it Safe Moon? Um, I don't know how in the hell I ended up losing eight hundred thousand coins by going from version one or two. Oh, like, they could have just kept. Don't tell my Jimmy Oh, I'm sorry, that was my son. He was talking. Uh-oh. Oh, no problem. So you know, before we get out of here, I wanted to you know close how I normally close the Young Black and Bothered show with unpopular opinions. So unpopular opinions are pretty much. You know, everybody goes in a round table and you can make a statement that nobody else can question. You said what you said. Now, obviously, you could keep it in the form of crypto or if you have something that you want to get off your chest and you say, you know what, I'm going to leave it on the floor and can't nobody challenge me on it. Now's the time. So let's start with Rain. Rain, what is your unpopular opinion for this? Yeah. No, that the uh, the Eagles is the best team in the NFC East. See, uh, you see how good it, you see how good it feels to say something and nobody can challenge you about it. Like, look at that. Look at. And what, what about you, Chris? What is your unpopular opinion? Mm, I don't know. I don't think I have a, an unpopular opinion. Uh, well, if, if you think about it, let me know. Um, my unpopular opinion is this: um, Clubhouse is a cesspool. But you know what? Sometimes, like, you might find a diamond in the rough. And Rundell's rooms are, you know, those rooms. When I get on Clubhouse now, I only go into two groups. And the reason for that is because if I'm not gaining information or if I'm not meeting new people who either think like me or teaching me new things to think about, I don't want it. And, you know, I wanted to give him his flowers. You know, shout out to Rundell for that. It's not really an unpopular opinion. It's honestly the truth. But when it comes to the unpopular like opinion of this, I have to say it because it, it's true. Um, a lot of the people who keep saying that Bitcoin is the only coin, I can guarantee they don't have as much Bitcoin as they think they have. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen a lot of people be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, Bitcoin's the only coin. I was like, how much Bitcoin do you have? They're like, Zero 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 three, and I was like, "Oh, great! You got like twenty five dollars worth of Bitcoin. Congratulations!" Like, right? Yeah, like, 
And right. they do it a lot in those clubhouse rooms. Like they go in there and they're like, oh yeah, I'm in here with the big, the Bitcoin maximalists. Like that. they're doing the thing. They're telling us, I'm like, man, like, I, I truly don't want to say like, fuck that. But at the same time, it's like, bro, like you, they got in in 2011. You're getting in in 2021, 2022. And y'all are talking it up and you're trying to like, it's like cultish. And I hate that shit. And when I hear people in those other rooms, they talk shit like alluding to the rundown rooms. They're like, oh yeah, you know, they're hyping up these coins and doing this. Like my wallet wants to scream. Like it wants to like tap the raised hand feature, get on stage and be like, yo, like everybody ain't got it like y'all. And a lot of people need to like go and say that with crypto. And again, I guess this is a part two of the unpopular opinions, which is true. If you don't have the money for that coin, don't go get that coin. Yeah. And a, a lot right. of people, like, I know people call it FOMO. Sometimes it's FOMO, like, you know, Rain and I, I've told her a few times, I'm like, yo, like, you know, I'm FOMOing into this coin or something like that. But honestly, there are some times where I honestly just don't have it. And I'm like, you know what? Like, it's okay to just be like, you know what? I missed out. If you become a millionaire, cool. Like, I, I had the right. opportunity, but I just didn't get it. And that's completely yep. fine. But a lot of people in crypto, they will go and buy every single fucking coin, and mm-hmm. the coin that they had the highest hopes on is the one that lets them down the most. So, you know, when you get into this game, no, like, you're going to take some lumps before you ever really take a profit. But the thing is, that day that you hit that profit, you'll understand the community in itself. It's just like stocks. Like, you're like, damn, like, I'm just getting into stocks. I don't have any clue what the fuck I'm doing. And then, you know, somebody tells you, go get this stock. And next thing you know, like the stock went from $2 to $18. You're like, yo, I'm making a profit. Like it, it makes you feel better, but it starts with the community. So, you know, I guess in closing for the show, like, you know, shout out to the rundown, shout out to people who accept all forms of crypto, talking about the altcoins, the shit coins, all the ones who don't have a purpose, do have a purpose, because at the end of the day, we all want money. We all want to try to make sure that we gain some type of financial literacy. So mm-hmm. I want to, again, thanks, Chris. I want to thank to Rain. Um, if you guys have like any social media you want to share, you don't have to, because I know it's like, I don't want them fucking people following me. Like, nah, like, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good on that. Um, but if you guys had anything you want to say before we get out of here, just let me know. No, no, I just want to thank you for inviting me. I enjoyed the conversation. You know, y'all two are two of my favorite people in the group, along with, you know, Sam and Andy and, you know, our regular little people that are usually right um, there chatting all the day. And so I usually check into the room really just to see what you guys are up to and what you guys have going on. Um, and I'm just, I feel blessed and fortunate to be a part of the community. And I've made some friends in crypto that, uh, you know, keep me on top of my toes. I do want to say that I think my, um, what do you call it? Unpopular opinion would be that, um, Mm -hmm. most people who say they got it really don't, Mm -hmm. um, just like most Mm -hmm. people who claim to be rich really ain't, um, (laughs) right. so Mm -hmm. i think that would be my um unpopular opinion but i just feel fortunate and blessed and you know i'm really looking forward to 2020 i think this is going to be an exciting new year in crypto for us um and i'm just happy to see and excited to see you know what's going to happen and where we'll be a year from now i think we need to start planning a vacation for when these coins hit 
yes, speak it into existence. Um, again, right. ladies and gentlemen, you, you've been listening to another episode of Young Black and Bothered, a special one about crypto. Hopefully we can do a part two because we didn't touch on the NFTs and the Matrix NFTs. We didn't touch on that at all. And I feel like maybe if we do this like, you know, every couple of months, we kind of check in with each other, you know, because we talk every day anyway and we don't have to do mm-hmm. it like weekly or monthly. But, you know, every couple of months we come back on here, we record a show. I'm like, you know, this is how we feel about it. Um, who knows? Um, and, you know, in three months, uh, Crow might end up being five dollars. We'd be sitting there like, damn, like I made money. Yeah. Oh, shit, that's different. Speak um, right. or, Speak or, Speak it or who knows? <laughs> or who knows? Like Impact drops two zeros. Uh, Saint Thomas yeah. drops two zeros. Like, c- come on now. Like, we, we got to speak it into existence in order for it to yeah. happen. So, yeah. let, let's hope for the best. Um, so I don't have like a punchline for this. So all I'm going to say is like, you know, continue to closely monitor your, you know, your profits. Take your profits. Look at your portfolio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not it's on money. Yeah. Um, and honestly, with tax season coming up, y'all prepare yourself because them people are coming for their money, but you got to have it in order to give it. So make sure you make the right investments, both in yourself and in crypto. So thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, what you say? I said thank you. Oh, thank oh yeah, you thank guys. you. We thank really you appreciate so this. Great. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to go and like crack open the rest of the bottle of wine. And I'm going to enjoy the rest of my weekend. So you guys, you have a great weekend. And I think Corey wants to say one last thing. So I'm going to let her play the outro for us. So here we go. All right, y'all. Well, Greg, you know, I'll talk to you in the back chat. And, you know, I'll be joining this uh, this uh, Discord. And, uh, you know, if yeah. y'all are bored for the rest of the night at mm-hmm. all, and you want to watch me play Horizon Zero Dawn on Twitch, you know, you feel okay. me? I'm going to send you the link, Greg. Okay. I will be in there. I have nothing better to do with my time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening. Come back for another episode. And obviously, if you want to be a part of the channel for Rundown's Discord, that will be in the link as well. It'll be in the show notes with everything you need to know about crypto. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Yeah. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.